Have you just been diagnosed with prediabetes or diabetes and feel shocked and lost about how to deal with it? Maybe you've been battling diabetes for a while now and followed the standard diabetes eating plan recommended by your doctor. But you're disappointed that there's no real improvement and you're tired of endlessly controlling your blood sugars with meds. You're looking for a better solution to get your blood glucose levels down naturally, but that's where you're stuck. You've heard so much on social media about high-protein, high-fat, low-carb diets like the keto diet, and also about plant-based eating helping diabetes. It's all so confusing. You may be wondering, so which is it? Which will really improve or reverse my diabetes? Let me help. Today, we'll compare the two and see which way of eating can truly help you beat type 2 diabetes over the long run, and which will only be a temporary fix. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Welcome to the Plant-Based Eating Made Easy podcast. I'm your host, Anna Zin, Plant-Based Registered Dietitian and Transition Coach. Hi friend, do you want to regain your health with plant-based eating but feel overwhelmed and lost about how to do it? Do you feel it'll be hard to change your meat-heavy diet and impossible with working, running the home, or chasing after the grandkids? If so, you're in the right place. Here you'll find simple strategies, clear nutrition guidance, and practical tips to help you thrive plant-powered with more energy. So if you're ready to ditch the guesswork and transform your health the stress-free way, cozy up now with a hot cup of tea or listen while you walk and let me show you how doable plant-based eating can be. Let's do this. Any kind of health issue, but especially diabetes, is no joke. It's something we must take seriously because uncontrolled blood sugars can lead over time to serious damage to the heart, blood vessels, eyes, kidneys, and nerves. Worldwide, the incidence of diabetes is rising and diabetes is a major cause of blindness, kidney failure, heart attacks, stroke, and lower limb amputations. In fact, you may already know loved ones or friends who have suffered some of these consequences of poorly controlled diabetes. So whether you have insulin resistance, prediabetes, or type 2 diabetes, it's a ticking time bomb and must be addressed soon. But simply managing the symptoms of blood sugars with meds is not enough. We must heal our bodies from the inside out. And the best way to do that is through diet and lifestyle changes. So if you need support on your health journey to overcome prediabetes, type 2 diabetes, or other health challenges, reach out to me by email at healthnow at plantnourish.com so I can help. Or apply for a free rapid health transformation call with me using the link in the episode show notes so I can tell you the next best action step to take for your health. Let's move forward towards optimal health and wellness together so you can truly start living your best life now. So here's a common scenario. If you've just been diagnosed with prediabetes or type 2 diabetes, this is likely what you went through. Depending on the severity of your condition, you would have met with a nurse or a doctor and been told to start medication and given a diabetes eating plan. Yet, this eating plan is essentially a regular diet similar to what you've been doing. You're told to closely monitor your portions and intake of carbohydrate foods to help manage your blood sugars, but that's about it. There's no information given about possible ways to heal your body naturally. Instead, 
Diabetes is seen as a lifelong condition. As a doctor told a member of my Facebook group community after she first got diagnosed, there is no cure for diabetes. But is that really true? Now, if you're struggling with prediabetes or diabetes, I want you to know that you're not alone. It's a lot more common than many people think. In the United States alone, about 37 million have diabetes, and more than double that number have prediabetes, about 96 million adults. That's about one in two American adults. There's also gestational diabetes, and about half of women who have gestational diabetes go on to develop type 2 diabetes. So if you've had a history of gestational diabetes, you're at risk of getting type 2 diabetes later. This definitely applies to me because I've had gestational diabetes for all my pregnancies. And because I have gestational diabetes, I can understand the worry and constant anxiousness you may feel over your blood sugars and wanting to keep them in range. I remember having to prick my finger and check my blood sugars at least four times a day to try to stay within range and avoid insulin. That's why I can understand your desire to want to get better, to get off meds and not have to worry about blood sugars anymore. But keto versus plant-based eating, which way of eating will really fix the underlying cause of type 2 diabetes and help treat it? In this episode, I want to compare keto diets, essentially a high-fat, high-protein and very low-carbohydrate eating pattern, to a plant-based diet, specifically a low-fat, whole-food plant-based diet and point out the two biggest key differences for you to consider. Let's explore this now. First, there's a similarity I want to talk about. Plant-based diet experts and those in the keto diet camp both agree that people with diabetes struggle with persistent high blood sugar levels. Many in the keto diet camp also agree with plant-based diet experts that high insulin levels and insulin resistance underlie much of the problem of type 2 diabetes. Simply put, insulin resistance means that cells in the body are not responding well to insulin, so insulin is unable to effectively escort glucose out of the blood circulation and into cells. So blood sugars remain high in the blood even hours after a meal. And the glucose? It comes mainly from the carbohydrate and foods that are broken down in digestion and then absorbed into the bloodstream. Our body and brain need and thrive on glucose for energy. However, each eating pattern proposes a different solution to deal with those persistent high blood sugars. The keto diet solution to diabetes and high blood sugars is this. Cut out as much carbohydrate as possible from the diet and stick to only low-carbohydrate foods like vegetables. This means avoiding breads, grains, fruits, beans, and other legumes. On the outset, this makes sense. Diabetes is a blood sugar problem, and eating carbohydrates causes blood sugars to rise, right? So it's natural to focus on carbs and treat them as the problem. But this is really only a superficial and temporary fix. Eating this way is not a true solution for diabetes. It's like this. Suppose you notice that the cabinet under the kitchen sink is getting wet every time you use the water faucet to wash items in the kitchen sink. All the items under the sink in the cabinet are getting wet and the wood boards inside this cabinet are getting increasingly discolored and damaged as well. That's actually what happened to my late mother's kitchen cabinet under her sink some years ago. So what do you do? Well, here are two possible solutions. The first solution is this. 
Just keep the kitchen sink faucet closed and don't open or use it anymore. Yes, that will stop more water getting into the cabinet, so that does do the job of preventing more damage. But is that a true fix for your kitchen sink? No, it isn't. It's not truly fixing the problem. And over the long run, it's causing lots of inconvenience and impacting your life in other negative ways. You can't use the kitchen sink anymore to wash dishes or produce, and it affects your ability to cook and enjoy cooking in the kitchen. So what's an alternative and better solution? It's simple. Find the true source of the problem and fix it. In the case of the leaky water pipe, it's to find where that hole in the pipe is and fix it, either to seal it up or change the pipe out to a new one. Will that take a bit more time and effort to do? Yes. But will it be the better, more lasting solution to the problem? Yes. And you will gain back enjoyment and use of the kitchen sink and faucet as a result, too. The keto diet tries to fix the problem of high blood sugars by simply heavily restricting intake of carbs, just like the analogy I gave above, by simply stopping the use of the kitchen faucet. Sure, that'll help lower the A1C levels and stop the blood being flooded with glucose, but doesn't address the true source of insulin resistance. And it also means a continual lifelong restriction from enjoying fruits, grains, and beans, which are foods beneficial to your health in so many other ways, such as lowering blood pressure and reducing the risks of cancer, heart attacks, and strokes. On the other hand, addressing and solving the real source of insulin resistance is what a low-fat, whole-food plant-based diet does like fixing that hole or leak in the water pipe in the cabinet under the kitchen sink. It is the true fix for the issue of insulin resistance and resulting type 2 diabetes. That's because the true cause of insulin resistance is not, contrary to what many believe, carbohydrates. It's actually fat. Many don't realize that a high fat intake can impact blood sugars, especially saturated fat intake. Over time, this causes an excess of fatty acids to circulate in the blood. The body then tries to deal with this by storing up the fatty acids in liver and muscle tissues. But this effectively takes up valuable real estate space in these tissues for storing glucose. As a result, your cells have less ability to respond effectively to insulin, which acts like the key to cells enabling glucose to come in. This all leads to increasing insulin resistance and sustained high glucose levels in the blood. That's why when you eat an apple or half a cup of quinoa, your blood sugars seem to spike up and then stay high even a few hours later after your meal. So here are three key ways how a low-fat, whole-food plant-based diet helps to restore balance to your body and addresses over time the true causes of the insulin resistance. First, Whole plant-based foods like fruits, vegetables, grains, and beans are packed full of nutrients and are rich in complex carbohydrates. These carbohydrates are broken down much slower in your body, helping to stabilize blood sugar levels over time and preventing extreme highs and lows. Secondly, most whole plant-based foods are low in fat and saturated fat. So eating a diet rich in whole plant-based foods without added oils and low in saturated fats will allow your body to reset itself over time as the fatty acids are released from the muscles and liver tissues and insulin sensitivity improves, with glucose increasingly able to enter cells more easily. Third, 
Whole plant-based foods are rich in fiber, and eating a high-fiber diet has been shown to improve blood glucose control. And there is an added benefit: instead of a lifelong restriction, over time you'll be able to increasingly enjoy the foods in nature that you love. Or may have been avoiding for years, like naturally sweet fruit, wholesome unprocessed grains, and filling bean dishes. Now, could it take time to reverse insulin resistance? Yes, it can. The rate and extent at which this occurs can definitely differ between people, depending a lot on how fully and quickly you adopt a low-fat, whole-food, plant-based diet, and how long you have had diabetes and its severity level. Some see improvements in a matter of weeks. While others may see slower improvement over months, just know that there are many factors to consider, and also strategies that can be used to speed up this process. So when you switch to this lifestyle, be patient and give your body time to adjust. When you start to make your diet transition, don't get discouraged if you continue to see high blood sugar numbers at first. Think of how long, like how many years, it took for your body to get to this point. You can't really expect an instantaneous shift. But your body can and will heal itself if you follow the right approach and give it the right healing whole plant-based foods. So this is what I recommend: stay on your diabetes medications and keep track of your blood sugar numbers for a few weeks. Then bring this record to your next doctor's visit and allow the doctor to make the necessary adjustments to your medications over time. As a side note, I want to mention that in addition to being a temporary fix. The keto diet also brings other problems. Due to the high intake of meats and other animal products, it is a much lower fiber diet than a whole food plant-based diet. So you lose out on many benefits that a high fiber diet can bring, such as improving blood lipids, body weight, inflammation, and building a healthy, robust gut microbiome. Another thing is this: the high cholesterol and saturated fat intake in keto diets from the meats, dairy, and other animal-based products. Also increases heart disease risk over the long run. Now, a key question is this: Does a whole food, plant-based way of eating really work for diabetes? The answer is an absolute yes. Just the other day, I heard from a member of my community about how within six months her A1C went from 11 to a normal five, all from making a lifestyle change to a whole food, plant-based diet and adding in more regular exercise. She lost weight, gained energy. And went off her medications for depression as a result too. Although her doctor told her initially there was no cure for diabetes, the wonderful twist to this story is that within six months she reversed her diabetes, all through diet and lifestyle changes. This amazed even her own doctor. I plan to bring her onto this podcast to tell her story soon, so stay tuned for that. So today we looked at some key differences between a high-protein, high-fat, low-carb diet like the keto diet. And a low-fat, whole-food, plant-based diet. We saw that the true solution to insulin resistance and helping the body heal naturally from diabetes is to eat a diet not only low in fat, especially saturated fat, but also one that focuses on unprocessed or minimally processed whole plant-based foods. We also saw how a keto diet acts as a temporary fix, but doesn't address the underlying cause of insulin resistance. And the high-fat and low-fiber components of the keto diet. Also increases the risk of other health problems like heart disease and gut dysbiosis. So here is an action step I hope you will take. If you currently have pre-diabetes or diabetes, consider the solution you want. Do you want a short-term fix or a long-term solution to your blood sugar problems? 
I hope this episode gave you much food for thought. Fighting for your health can be a lonesome thing, especially if there's little to no support from the people around you as you're trying to change your lifestyle and eating habits for the better. So if you're tired of being anxious, worrying about your blood sugars, of constantly trying to manage your diabetes, high cholesterol, or hypertension with medication with little support, know that there is help and support available. You don't have to do this alone. I want to help you regain your health through plant-based eating so you can enjoy more years in your life and life in your years. Reach out to me through healthnow at plantnourish.com to find out how I can support you to reach your health and weight goals, either through private one-to-one coaching or the Plant Power Life Transformation course. The key is this. If you're stuck, don't stay struggling and stuck. Let's get you unstuck so you can finally move into your best health and life. Thank you so much for listening. If this podcast has inspired, encouraged, or helped you in some way to transform your health, I would love to hear about it. Please take 30 seconds to rate and leave a written review on Apple Podcasts to let me know. It will encourage me so much to hear how this podcast has positively impacted and made a difference in your journey towards wellness. And share about this podcast with a friend or loved one so we can all thrive in the best health. Remember, plant-based eating can be easy and doable. See you in the next episode, my friend.